Welcome to The Foreign Object. I'm your host, Inoue Trudeau. I am here alongside my broadcast partner, Walk with Geo. You, switch, you switched it up on me. I thought you were going to say co-host, so I was like uh, mimicking with my mouth at co-host, and then you switched it up on me, so now I'm not in um, the zone. Oh, uh, I apologize for switching it up on you. Not my intentions, but welcome to the foreign object. It's season two, episode one. It's been a while. Um, yeah, we're doing seasons like Lucha Underground. R.I.P. I miss you. Yeah, paying homage, homage to <laughs> homage, homage, um, homage. How, what's the proper way to say? It? Uh, paying homage, homage. I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah, we're paying something to we're someone. We're paying the price for yeah. on our intel- intelligence by uh trying to pronounce that word That's yeah cool. it's like french anyways nobody cares about the french language <laughs> wow <laughs> so we're back we're i don't even know where to start it's been so long it's been since april our mm-hmm. last episode was did we review i think we just uh, uh talked about our wrestlemania expectations and then we never we came back after no, Mania. No, no, no. to talk about it no wow um that's, that's horrible yeah we've been out of it since the quarantine era began began but now we're in the thunderdome era the which, thunderdome uh, era you like it not very good um i mean it, it's really just they really just did it so they could add crowd noises which i feel like they tested a little bit with the greatest wrestling match ever <laughs> that's that's them calling it that not me calling it that uh edge and randy when they added crowd yeah. noise uh so i feel like they just added the the cameras so that it's not awkwardly empty arena with crowd noise, so that you could see some faces. Yeah. Uh, while they added their desired crowd reactions. In, in my opinion, I don't think it adds anything to my experience watching the current product, but it also doesn't take away from anything. It's it's pretty the much the same experience as if they were to stay in the performance center without a crowd or. I would say it's better than having um, developmental talent in the crowd. Right, standing up for whatever reason. Yeah, standing there <laughs> and uh, kind of doing crowd reactions that don't really make sense to me. I mean, they make sense because that's what they want us to... You want to cheer on the faces and boo the heels, but the timing's a little off. It's weird. It's not as natural as having a an actual crowd there and then having the crowd noise now that they added is still a little weird but it fills in the space yeah especially um, when like uh like a kick out happens and then they they very uh in a, a delayed reaction. way like you do the sound effect like that oh but you know it's just them adding that sound effect yeah like it's, it's which is weird. weird because i would expect production to know the the outcome of what's about to happen yeah kind of but then it's it's wrestling anything could happen so who knows productions clearly uh kayfabe only pal they don't even know what's going on even though when someone returns they know to play their music yeah (laughs) speaking of returns um we're back yeah (laughs) (laughs) we returned Uh, yeah yeah. Um, um who would have seen it coming Nobody's seen that coming. <laughs> SummerSlam. Nobody's. What is it? 
You won't see that coming. You won't, yeah, see, it you won't coming. see it coming. Um, we also didn't see it coming down to still being in this situation of no fans right. being allowed yeah. in. Everybody thought that by now uh, there'd be this big SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam will be our WrestleMania weekend. Mania weekend yeah. thing that we put together. But um, that didn't happen because we're still in the situation that we were in since april yeah um so yeah it's been it's been weird um SummerSlam. it was all right um it has been weird it's changed the wrestling i think i don't know maybe for the better because like you said it doesn't really affect your your viewing like them adding the crowd noises but i think in from my perspective it does because there's certain like spots and stuff and like uh just things in general that you kind of do in a match in order to get a reaction. Yeah. So, like, um, I feel like it was kind of felt more earlier on, like, when um, when it first started, where, for example, like, Steve Austin was on the, what, first or second Raw in the Performance Center. Yeah. And, like, uh, the Stone Cold character only works in a environment where you're going to get a reaction. Yeah. It doesn't really work with nobody there and you have to get a reaction from Byron. Same thing with like uh like John Cena types. He, John Cena's not a character that can come out to nobody cuz he feeds off that reaction. And then same same thing with like in-ring stuff. It it feels cheesy when some some certain things happen. There's no crowd. And you're like, "Well, yeah. that feels weird." And it kind of like makes you think like, "Yeah, why do you react that way when you're when you're there live, because it's kind of cheesy. So I feel like them adding that crowd reaction uh, gets rid of that feeling of like, um, why did that happen? Oh, yeah. to get a crowd reaction. Oh, but there's no crowd. Yeah. To me, it adds. You don't feel like element. you've uh, kind of critiqued wrestling in a different way now that they're we're just in this yeah weird in the sense that like um, you kind of see how. I think especially in the WWE, every match is the same pretty much because they're just trying to uh, get that same crowd reaction every time with different wrestlers. But do you feel like you... story or whatever. Do you feel like you're more lenient to letting them get away with things that you wouldn't have before as far as like if a match sucked, it doesn't suck as bad because you know what's going on? You know Um, that they're working with what they have or do you feel like... I feel like I was it that way early they, on. Like okay. maybe early on, I was like, you know, it sucked because they because of the circumstances. But I feel like at this point, you've had, and this is for anybody in wrestling, you've had X amount of months to say, all right, this is how we do it when there is a crowd. We need to do this differently with no crowd, so it doesn't come off as being cheesy or carny like, you know. Yeah. Weird. Um. Because I felt like, for me, watching SummerSlam and even pay-per-views um, before, like, for example, Extreme Rules and um, what else has happened since then that I've watched? You mean the horror show at Extreme Rules? The horror show at, um, yeah. There was one before that, I think, maybe. No, well, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, a backlash. So everything up until now, since Mania, I've kind of watched and not really... Um, critiqued it as much as i used to which i feel like is going to change um 
a lot of viewers' opinions moving forward when everything's back to normal. I think we're not going to critique wrestling as much as we used to um, for a while. I don't know what it is, but I feel like we're just happy that it's still going on and we're kind of accepting it for what it is. And I think when everything gets back to normal and there is crowds at shows and um, because I'm pretty sure they're saving a lot of big moments and stuff that they have ideas already for. They're just going to save stuff for crowds, I feel like, um, and in the future. And I feel like when those things happen, they're just going to feel that much better. And then once we get so much of that and then that starts to die down, that excitement of going back to normal, that's when everybody's going to start critiquing wrestling again like we used to where everyone just hates everything. <laughs> I think there's still people who are like that. I don't think that's gone. I think people yeah, are but those like guys look like me right now, where they haven't shaved the hair on their necks. <laughs> I mean, it's like you see it every Wednesday when like ratings come out, and like, like jokingly, I guess reporters will put it like this last Wednesday. I think uh, AEW wasn't on TV that Wednesday. They moved to yeah. Saturday. So like, obviously, ratings don't matter that week. But the journalists. They'll put out like NXT eight hundred thousand AEW zero, and then people will still take that so serious and be like, "Oh, fuck, fuck NXT, uh, blah blah blah." And it's like, um, <laughs> you know, people are still in that fucking like mindset of oh, let's fucking hate everything that that's yeah. here. And people are still picking know. sides as yeah, if it and and then people are still uh, nitpicking everything. And I don't want to say that I'm nitpicking, but I feel like this far in, like you. It's it's okay to judge. It, yeah, it's okay to like critique certain things. Like, um, like if someone has a bad match, because I feel like now the matches have to be so much more story based. Yeah. Because you're not relying on oh we did a cool move and um the fans reacted and so you know yeah. I, I think like um I think recently NXT's been getting a lot of um like a lot of uh, criticism for every single match being a fucking, you know, a finish central and, like, false finish left and right. And I think with... NXT is getting criticized for that? Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. interesting because I'm pretty sure everybody that criticizes that out of NXT are people that enjoy the indies, and those people... That's all the indies is. But... It's a lot of false that's finishes. That's what it is, like, I mean, that's how New show. Japan it's not felt. necessarily that way, like, on a iPay-per-view or whatever. But But the thing is, it's, like... They're critiquing it because, um, and it's not a it's not a large amount of people who are critiquing it. It's a lo- it's a small group of people. Yeah. Um, kind of people who are like, oh, I miss the old NXT when you know not every match was a fucking, you know, spot left and right, false finish left and right. You know, not every match has to be thirty minutes long. Even guys who are on on the main roster, like Randy, has talked about it on Twitter. Randy Orton, and I know fucking fuck Randy Orton, but. Like, he's talked about it. And I think that's a fair criticism now mm-hmm. when you're still doing those kinds of matches in a fucking empty arena with, like, 10 guys uh, who work for you in the crowd. Yeah. Like, I think that's a fair criticism. You should have... You've had enough time to reassess and go, okay, there's no reason why every single match of ours on this takeover has to be... Yeah, like because the false finish, finish is kick out, finish, kick out. The... You know, it's for the crowd reaction. Crowd yeah. reaction and... 
I mean, you could react at home, but it's not as fun to react at home when you don't see reaction of the crowd because I think the energy in the arena is so powerful that you could feel it when you're watching live on the network and everything or if you're watching AEW on TNT or you're watching NXT on TV, all of that. Um, I think we rely a lot on what's going on in the crowd as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you don't think about it. Yeah. But like, you remove a referee from a match, you see how important a referee yeah, is. It's not like a in a no DQ match, when the ref is just there to make a count, you're like, oh, why is the ref even fucking there? You realize that the ref is a big part of the story. Yeah. When you take away the fucking crowd, you realize that it's a big part of the story. So I feel like it, with how long we've been in this no crowd era, whatever the fuck it is, you want to call it. I feel like it's fair to critique when they're just having matches for the sake of it instead of what they should do. And I think they, you know, it's clearly benefited them where, where they have done it and uh, just be story driven, you know? Yeah. Do you think there could be a good balance to it, though? Because I feel like sometimes you could put on a really good match where, I mean, I'm not saying like the false finish thing or anything like that, but. You could put a, a on a good match where there is spots that you would expect a crowd reaction and not yeah. get one because of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying like completely reformat all of yeah, yeah, wrestling yeah. right now. It's just like I feel like before this whole situation happened, NXT TakeOver specifically became like every match was the same. Yeah. Every TakeOver was the same. And now should be the opportunity where you say, all right, let's fix that. So that we're not watching the same match over and over again with no reaction. Because yeah. you take away the reaction and it kind of like exposes what every match is. Yeah. The it's same. just a Johnny yeah. Gargano match. It's just a Johnny Monster Gargano Trump. match. <laughs> <laughs> Those matches are um, terrible. So I feel like at this point, um, the Cruiserweight Classic match is good, okay. Um, but I feel like at this point, it's fair to critique the way you would critique beforehand maybe not exactly the same way yeah um because it's a little harder now i mean obviously everybody will be like uh, wwe doesn't listen to the audience aw listens to the audience now when there's no audience it's kind of hard i I, yeah. I very it's hard for me to imagine that vince mcmahon is on twitter reading what uh randy orton fan zero nine is tweeting about you know <laughs> not only that i think so you compare a crowd reaction to tweets i think i think a lot more people are vocal on twitter about things they dislike than what they do like yeah oh um, yeah of course but i think a lot of the people that in, are enjoying the product aren't don't care to be like i really like today's show or something yeah, like, i really like that match or you know like vince mcmahon made a really good match <laughs> yeah like <laughs> All you see on Twitter, Twitter yeah, is to being a Vince Vince's, Vince's washed and all this crap, and it's like the man's not washed. I think he's a little washed. He's, he's a little damp. He's a little washed, but he's got a little soap on him. But you still got to scrub him in before he's washed. Yeah, he. I mean, <laughs> I think. Um, I don't know. I I think it's a fair time to critique, but also, um, not so harshly because. Uh, there's not a direct audience to listen to to make adjustments, I guess. So if something doesn't yeah. fix within a week, 
Like that's okay. If it doesn't fix within four weeks, that's okay. If like say from WrestleMania to now, everything was bad, then that wouldn't be okay, and that's fair to criticize. If like there's two months a month where there's not a single thing on the show that that that's worth liking, then that's you know it's fair to cr- criticize. But if it's like oh last week I didn't like something and this week they they uh, did the same thing that I didn't like, yeah, I think that's an, an unfair criticism because there's no. I don't think I. It, Let's be real. Vince McMahon and his fucking creative team is not looking at Twitter. Yeah. No, that's true. They feed off they, of whatever audience yeah. they have. You know, that last Monday Night Raw, there's no audience anymore yeah. to feed off of. Exactly. To make quick adjustments. Like, I can imagine how hard it is right now for, like, WWE guys to, like, uh, do matches and, and try new things because they don't have live events now. They don't do live yeah. events, so they can't try something out and be like, let's see what this does as a reaction here. In uh, bumfuck nowhere, Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> to see uh, what the reaction would be, so Shout I could do this on, uh, so I could do this on television next yeah. week or whatever. But know? I mean, you would have to trust the the people around you, right? Like trust your fellow. Yeah, you locker gotta room. try. I guess you got to trust the locker you know. room and hope that somebody's seen it and they're like, hey. That, that was, was good. Yeah, that was good. Do, do it, it again. again, or that was bad. Don't yeah, do it. Don't. Again. Ever but who do knows? That again. If, I don't know. But then that could just be the big show, like hating. <laughs> you know, the big and show. Then he just ruined what everybody loved. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I wouldn't say don't criticize wrestling right now, but like also take a step back and kind of think, like there's there's a lot of. Uh, situations that the wrestlers have to deal with that the writers have yeah. to deal with that you know anyone and that's for any company that's not just wwe like aw um you know new japan the indie shows there's indie shows going on that are like outdoors and you know they'll they'll have like two people sit here that yeah, are together that. and whatnot but. i'm pretty um disappointed speaking of indie shows not disappointed i am um, i'm pretty sad that uh leo rush actually retired from my knowledge um um well he got that wwe bag and said thank you <laughs> said thank you i'm gonna have my last match in the indies and become a rapper um i don't yeah. know i respect it you know oh yeah me too i just i man i wish but I. but it's also like um it's kind of sad it makes you think like because like you know we fucking dunk on cm punk all the time right but cm punk went out and said like wwe ruined my passion for wrestling so it makes you wonder like how many people is that happening to like did that happen to leo rush um possibly possibly not i don't know because it it does seem like he feels and a lot of people feel like he deserved more right in the wwe um and at the same time he just seems maybe like he's content with what he's done i don't know I think he'd really have to speak on it. I don't know if he has or not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Everything he's, I mean, I've tuned into a few of his Instagram lives and watched him talk about stuff. And he doesn't seem like he's um, like just some angry old man that wanted to leave and write a comic book and then <laughs> fucking <laughs> just wanted his main event. Hates wrestling <laughs> and then, you know, drinks Diet Pepsi. 
and then still comes and collects the check from the company yeah, that he hates. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's the situation, but I don't know. But yeah. Um, what else is there to talk about, man? I don't know. I thought you were going to talk about that you're sad that there's no indie shows and we can't go to any indie shows. I was very much prepared in January <laughs> to uh, start regularly going to LA, some of my homies, to watch fucking wrestling. Yeah, man. And guess what didn't happen? <laughs> you know what? That. That's karma yeah. for not taking me the last maybe. time you went. Maybe, but also, maybe not. Those indie shows that you were going to are, are no longer supported. No, they're not. I can't go back there. Uh, <laughs> Joey Ryan. Fucking hey, yo, fuck it. Joey Ryan. I was right about him for years. <laughs> I knew something was weird about that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um... This is weird. That also this, happened. This podcast is kind of weird because just we're just kind of up. fucking catching yeah. up with everything, and people are like, happens. "These guys are fucking, fucking washed." Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's like we haven't talked about any of this shit really, like even to each other. Like we kind of just true. go, "Hey, did you hear about this thing?" Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And then that's yeah, it. <laughs> like so, fucking Joey Janela. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah. what? This man's killed someone. I thought he was just crazy, but he's crazy. Joey Janela killed somebody. I mean, not Joey Janelle. Fucking, what's his? Oh, Marty Janelle. Marty Why, how did you get that confused? We're just talking about yeah. a bunch of shit. We're jumping. Shout out so Joey Janela. But... He didn't murder anybody. Um, he's a good guy. As far as he I almost know. got murdered, but that's old news that yeah. we have talked about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Joey Janela did have something recently. Uh, I don't know. He saved someone, or no? His last that's match psychosis. was against. Re- Leo Rush, right? No, Leo Rush's last match. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm fucking lost. Jesus but Christ. fuck Joey Ryan. Um, I was right about him the whole time. He was something was up with that guy, and I didn't like him for some reason. Um. Uh, dude, so much has happened, man. It's been four months since we've talked about anything, and four months in wrestling world is like three years worth of shit. Let me ask you this: What? Okay, so. I know because of COVID, a lot of stuff probably has been thrown out of the window as far as like expectations and things that were probably supposed to happen that ended up not happening. Um, but what's something that we spoke about on our, I mean, I think we might have spoken about this on our end of the year podcast. Um but what's something that you wanted to have happen this year that didn't happen as a result of no, just in general, oh, just that in hasn't general? happened that, that you w- wanted to happen. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I feel like there's too much to fucking count. Rey Mysterio world title pick, uh, match would be great, but you know, yeah. I don't know a lot. Um, I don't know though how much kind of going back, like how much of, what's going on is has been because of COVID-19. Like, yeah. I feel like the only thing that's obvious is, like, the Roman thing uh-huh. at Mania. But I don't feel like anything else has been, like, that Or maybe some of the it. things we wanted were just not even fucking um, realistic. You know what? Actually, a, a full Sami Zayn intercontinental championship run. You yeah, know, but he won the title. 
and he dropped out because he was like, I'm not fucking working. Yeah, that's but that's because yeah. of his own personal preference. Yeah, it's yeah. not anything to do with, like, oh, um, they're not giving him a push. For me, um, I mean, I think now looking back at it, it's not really realistic anymore, but or it, it never was. Just, I don't know. I think they're just... <laughs> what? Uh, intergender wrestling. Okay. Was my whole thing that I really... Going into this year, I wanted that to become a thing. Um, and I don't know what in like WWE specific. Yeah, I don't know what it was that made me think that was gonna become a thing. I mean, it could have been um, the moment with Nia Jax, right? Which was at, last year, last last year's Rumble, January, um, January twenty nineteen. What else? Uh, I feel like I feel like like uh, Candice that... LeRae getting involved in like Johnny's storylines could help like. Uh, that idea and someone yeah that it's gonna happen. Uh, man those some other moments i can't think of right now um, dean dean and anaya when they're oh have yeah a match yeah it just fucking got you know canned for whatever reason so it's like those things kind of put the idea in my head but now looking at it like we're so far from it it's almost unrealistic to have thought yeah. that i think just the way that they book women compared to men in wwe it's just, I don't think it's even possible anymore. I don't know that that's even possible, like, on a mainstream level. Like, I don't think even AEW would do that. And, you know... They have, though, and, haven't they? No. They haven't done an intergender match? Um, Not that I know of, no. Hmm. Interesting. Now I'm really disappointed. Yeah, and I think, um, I think a lot of people... There's a lot of people who are fans of intergender wrestling and advocate for intergender wrestling, and I agree. But I feel like maybe they would expect like even AEW to do it, but I don't think that would even ever happen. I think you know what's interesting. I think I don't think I've ever spoken about why I want um, intergender wrestling to be put into the mainstream. It's not even about being put into the mainstream for me. I think one of the things for me or the reason I want to see it is because there's very talented women that I would like to see in a match with very talented men. True. That I, True. That's the reason I want to mm-hmm. see. And I think that's about it. Like the, I don't care about a storyline in inter, intergender wrestling because it, especially with WWE, the, the storylines yeah. would be so terrible. Right. Yeah. I just want to see matches between and and i think a lot of people when they think about intergender wrestling they think um like oh you're really gonna book alexa bliss against brock lesnar no why would you do that right it it, it has to make sense uh like nia Jax against dean ambrose would make sense for some reason right seth rollins against sasha banks would make sense for some reason you're not going to just put Sasha Banks in a match with Braun Strowman. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Right, yeah. But that's, for, that's what everybody fucking goes what, to. For what reason would those two people look at each other and be like, let's fight? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, But you kind of, you, I mean, you could do that, though. You, you could do a storyline. Because line, we've seen but, that, like, in Lucha Underground. Yeah, which you, I think, I'm going to say this right now, Lucha Underground pioneered the current era we're in, the cinematic universe era. Oh, yeah. Lucha Underground, the reason for... Matt Hardy's whole gimmick thing. Yeah. They deserve a lot of credit. But we saw it in Lucha Underground where, like, Evil East would fucking yeah, but, face okay, so, Mil Muertes, who's but fucking the, jacked. Who's but huge. that goes back to what I was saying, that the way that WWE presents women right. 
is not the same. Yeah, the way they presented true. women in Lucha Underground, it they were equal to the men. Mm-hmm. They're just they made them look amazing. It's possible you put sexy star against Johnny Mundo, and he just it just works. It just yeah, works because of how they build the way they build the, the women. women. Yeah, especially like Evelise, where they're like she's just a bad bitch. And she'll slap everybody yeah. that she has to. They booked like, um, fuck, what was her name? The Black Lotus Triad were facing fucking men on a on a weekly. Yeah. Whenever they showed up, uh, sexy star, of course. And um, yeah, I think you're right. It it is because how they're booked. But you know, Dana Brooke. Know. Dana Brooke against Ricochet. Oh my god! Why would go that happen off. though? I don't know, um, but it made it makes sense. Yeah, I feel like, though, I still don't think, like, the women are even at a good booking point in WWE still. Within like, just themselves. within themselves. Yeah. yeah, they're still not at that point where, like, they're not booking them in a way where it's, like, uh, you know, the best of the best of the best is at the world uh, world title picture. You know, they're just not doing that. They're just, you know, it, there's still a lot of elements leaking in yeah. of the old into the new Nikki Bella actually said so remember we watched the the thing about Bailey and Sasha uh, oh, yeah. Brooklyn match and I told you about how yeah, they're the talking best, about yeah the best uh, NXT takeover match of all time right they talked about in that in that uh what is it chronicle or whatever on the network they talk about how they didn't want to rehearse their match because they they were afraid if they do one of their spots you know someone would be like hey you can't do that you're a woman. Women don't do that. Yeah. And uh, that's how they train the women in WWE well, for a long time. So you would think, you know, the women's revolution gets uh-huh. rid of all that. Nikki Bella actually talked about they had to change the finish for the women's Royal Rumble. The one that she was in at the end with Asuka. Okay. Because the men didn't like how their Rumble was going to end. Whack. So it's still happening now. You even you think, uh, oh, they're in the revolution. Did they say what was going to happen? Um, I don't know. I just read that she had spoken about that. Okay. Um, because someone said that in response to someone posting what Sasha and Bailey said about their takeover match. Okay. But so like they're still not booking the women as equals as much as they want to say now, like, oh, the women's yeah. revolution's here. The women get the main event at WrestleMania. The women get the Hell in a Cell match. There's still elements of it where like. Fucking, and I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was another wrestler who said, "Hey, the women are doing that spot. Somebody tell them not to, because I want to do that spot." Yeah, there's still shit like that where you know, I can't even remember that men's Royal Rumble, but I remember that women's Royal Rumble. And if they were able to do what they wanted, I'm sure yeah. it would have been more memorable. But there's still shit going on with booking backstage that you can't really like. It's it's still got a long road before they start booking women in a light where they can face men. Yeah. That Where, makes me you know, wonder how often things have been changed in matches that um could show how much more talented the women are. As far as like you take someone like Sasha and Bailey, imagine that that match, specifically the Brooklyn match, imagine they did change stuff like that. And how different we would view them as yeah. as 
wrestlers and how talented they are. We might not have them as high on a pedestal as they are right now. Yeah. And that could also just be a WWE-wide problem because Kevin Owens also talked about that when he made his debut. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do the senton out. Um, whoever the fucking main trainer. Um, Kevin Dunn? No, 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 the trainer. Trainer. The one oh. that they fired because he was fucking making the wrestlers do weird shit together. I don't know. Who cares? Hugh Morris. That's his WCW name. I don't fucking know his real name, and I don't care. Okay. He was like, you're not fucking doing that. Big guys don't do that. And then he was like, hey, Triple H, can I do this? He's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he did it. So it, it, it might be just a fucking Triple H is like, if you can. WWE thing where like the old heads are like, uh, you know, that kind of wrestler doesn't do this yeah. kind of thing. And so, you know, you lose a lot of stuff if you're not vocal about it and you're not like, fuck you, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, but it it's obviously still a thing in the women's division, and until that shit is lined up, I don't think we'll get women or intergender wrestling in WWE anytime soon. Yeah, that's disappointing. And it's like if your fucking argument is why would you put Brock Lesnar in with fucking Alexa Bliss? Grow up. You've done fucking Brock versus Ray. You've done fucking Ray versus Great Khali. You've done. So why the fuck not would you do Brock versus Alexa? Like, yeah, it, it's about story. And and the fucking story is Alexa Bliss is four foot and she's got to overcome this fucking monstrosity, this human, to yeah fucking to I don't get know. a match against Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the the match is not gonna be, you know, the match is gonna be like fucking Alexa is the underdog. She's getting the heat the entire yeah. time. She's and she's gonna get buried beat. by Brock. Yeah. Just like the rest of the men will. Right, yeah. And then she'll be equal. <laughs> yeah. As the rest, the rest yeah. of the roster is get buried, so... It doesn't matter fucking... You know, they do that argument, and it doesn't make sense, because yeah. there's small wrestlers who are men, who have faced huge wrestlers who are also men. There's small wrestlers, Rey Mysterio, who have taken yeah. a beating from women like, uh, like Nia Jax, or like in 2002, Nidia. Let's talk about 2002. <laughs> 2002. You were um, two years old. I was three years old. Thank two or, you. You were turning three that Or you turned three that year. I turned that th- three that year. Beginning of the year. That's... Side note. It's uh, pretty cool to be born at the beginning of the year. Because for most of the year, you're the age. The new age, right? Yeah. New age, Rudo. The new age, Rudo. Oh. <laughs> Unlike me, that I'm yeah. born in September... Most of the year I'm one age, and at the end of the year I'm a different yeah. age. So it's like that's weird, but random. But yeah, intergender wrestling was a thing in 2002, and it made sense in story. Like you said, it wasn't a regular thing. Yeah, you know, but it made sense in a story between Jamie Noble, which, by the way, why does he walk like that? <laughs> why does he walk? Why does Jamie Noble walk uh, like that? And and his uh, in character girlfriend Nidia. So, so, so let me get this match, straight. So. You're three years old in 2002. Uh-huh. Yes. But somehow you know this information because you're a wrestling historian. <laughs> no, I know this information because um, I didn't watch wrestling during the quarantine era because it feels weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was bored Well, me it. neither. We should have um, mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast yeah, so people have. knew not yeah. to listen because we're trash. Yeah. They're like, they would um, They talk about something <laughs> they don't even watch. So instead, I decided to kind of try to pinpoint 
the era of wrestling that I would have probably been familiar with as a kid. Yeah, there's no fucking way I remember watching wrestling as a three-year-old, right? Like, that's not possible. But, like, literally the episode I started watching was the episode where Rey Mysterio debuted, one of the, the, okay. my favorites as a child, where Eddie Guerrero you and switched every over to SmackDown. That watches wrestling. Right. Uh, Eddie Guerrero switches over to SmackDown, my favorite wrestler of all time. Um... Who else is on SmackDown? Kurt Angle is on SmackDown at the time. Brock's literally the episode I fucking started watching. Brock began his championship uh, uh, journey, like trying to get that title shot. So it's like all these things that I that are familiar with me from childhood. So I decided, fuck wrestling of today. Let me watch that. Um, but just SmackDown, <laughs> exclusively SmackDown. Exclusively SmackDown, because um, that's all we, we that's all used we to used to watch. Yeah, we didn't watch Raw because it's on a Monday. Because it's not well, SmackDown was on a Thursday. We could only catch the first hour, so they moved it to Fridays. Yeah, but um, that first hour is when they would put like Ray and Eddie and you know Kurt, those guys that I I knew and liked. Um, but it was just a good time of of a uh, roster. It was a good roster back then. It was a really strong roster. You had was those Taker guys. On SmackDown you had Edge, Taker's on SmackDown. Um, at this point, where I'm, where I'm at, watching it. Um, big shows on SmackDown. Where are you time. now? Um, I'm. Are you in the same year? Taker and yeah, same year. But by the end of it, Taker and and Brock are feuding for the for the title. Oh, okay. Um, big show comes around. You know, uh, tag team titles just got introduced. Uh, you okay. got Edge. You got Chavo. You got um. Charlie Haas and as much Shelton as I'll make Benjamin fun aren't of, yet, right? No, no, no. Okay. As much of a, as I'll make fun of uh, Jamie Noble, <laughs> he like has a cruiserweight title match every fucking week, and they're always good against like Tajiri and Ray and like Matt Hardy just showed up and he's just doing the version one stuff. Like this moment that I fucking randomly decided to to start watching and is literally the moment building up to like all the stuff that I remember from my childhood. Yeah. Like Mad Hardy version one and like, So now you're getting like yeah. the background of of what, what you yeah, know. What I know, yeah. Like Which, how did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. Which you I think knew those like, things. You just didn't know how you got there because you were right. three years old as it was, was happening. Three year old as it was happening. Couldn't really watch like when I say we only caught the first hour, I mean like when I was probably like five or six at that point. Yeah. I can't Which is fucking like tell you if I ever caught it as a three-year-old because I don't know. I don't remember. Um, is Hogan there already? Hogan w- was just written out oh, by okay. Brock. It's literally so like the fucking changing the of fist, an era. Right? The fist. This is the fist. Um, Stephanie just became okay. GM. Eric's GM on Raw. They're having a great storyline there. Um, stealing talent from each other. Like it's really a shifting of eras, I feel like. John... I'm in October right now, so soon John's going to be rapping. Okay. Batista just fucking left uh, Devon, brother Devon. Um, so he's probably going to be on Raw soon going to Evolution. Like, it's literally the changing of the eras from the Attitude Era to Ruthless Aggression. What it's the transitional era. It's the transitional era. Yeah. That's crazy. It's good stuff. I, I, I would recommend if you have... The the WWE Network. Remember when that first came out and they literally like had fans chanting the price of it outside of the arenas? That was fucking weird. Yeah, that was cult like. That is weird. It was weird. Um, go back to two thousand two and just watch SmackDown. Just take, I, I pick a random episode and just I watch can't it. Do it. 
I tried. So I tried doing the Attitude Era Raws, mm-hmm. um, which is easier because they line it up for you on like a separate. Like you click the so, collection and they'll tell you which. It's just ones so are, hard know. to. I think specifically for me, it's hard to just watch old things that I have information on already. Like, well, that's the thing. I don't have information. But there's so on many things era. that I didn't know about. But it's also like things that I do know about. So I think what it is, you gotta find a good starting point. Like my starting point was Stephanie's first night as GM. I did so find like, a starting storylines are kind the of the first night of the Attitude Era. <laughs> but it's like it, it's like you it's said, the first they have night the of the Attitude Era. But it's not like uh, yeah, that's true. There was like it was very. They're already in the middle of storylines. Uh, yeah. They're in the middle of becoming that i remember it though so when i was watching it i remember being like man the some of this shit was so good that i'm in the current time still concerned about what's going on (laughs) and like i know i know foley is all right yeah but you're still like jesus christ jesus christ he just got put in a dumpster and the dumpster was thrown off the stage right and i'm pretty scared right now it's an interesting, interesting time. Uh, yeah, period to watch because it was that good. You know what I wish you could do on the network, and I think they should add. And maybe it's only me because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, what? and I did not live through this era, or I, I probably was. I was alive for like the end of it. Can't tell you anything about that time that okay. I was alive because I was literally a fucking infant. But I wish I could like there was a feature where I could watch. Raw on half of the screen, oh, and then Nitro okay, on the yeah, other half. Because like, maybe people who were fucking balling in those times, maybe they could buy two TVs and watch them right next to each other. Yeah. So I wish you could do that. I wish you could like. Um, <laughs> I wish. I wish you could just go and like watch them together side by side, oh, and like you get to mute one. There's and then, no way know. we could continue after that. There's no way we could continue after that. We have to explain what <laughs> you explained it. I'm gonna go take him out. Okay, so I'm trying to pass this dog over because I was holding the dog because I didn't want him to bark and whatnot. And I tried to pass him, and the the offer was not accepted. So, uh, yeah, it it was interesting. All right, so but back to your pitch. To the network. That's it. I finished it. Your double, <laughs> you double screen uh, Monday Night just, Raw yeah. experience. I mean, Monday, uh, Monday Night, Night Wars experience. Experience. Um, I think it would be not. I think it would be great because, like, obviously back in the day, mostly everyone would be like, everyone who wasn't only Raw or only Nitro would flip the channels depending on whatever fucking match it is. Now you could just look to the left. <laughs> you know, if there's a match you don't like that's going on on Raw, right. just look at the Nitro side of the screen. I don't want to see you know? Jeff Jarrett defend the NWA championship. Right. Uh, I'm on Raw. Watch Nitro. I'm going to watch Jeff Jarrett in Nitro. <laughs> on Nitro. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be cool. All right. What else do we talk about? Wow. That was horrible. That was a horrible transition. You see how I very... I smoothly transitioned. I've been watching SmackDown. No, no. I said, speaking of intergender wrestling, there was a match in 2002 between Nydia and fucking Jamie Noble. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, let me go back. 
And why does he walk like that? Let me try to do the double screen experience. Uh, I don't know how to transition from that. <laughs> I don't know, man. You you just gotta be on your toes like I am. You gotta be ready for that transition. Speaking about being on your toes, that's so bad. the frog splash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we could just talk about SummerSlam. You don't see it coming. You wouldn't see it coming that we would talk about SummerSlam. No, nobody's seen it coming. Nobody's seen us. Nobody's seen it coming that we'd be back. Um, you don't see podcasts. You listen to them. <laughs> That's true. Unless it's Joe Rogan, you could watch that. Uh, you shouldn't though. No, because it's just two hours of him asking about fucking ketamine and fucking. Uh, what was have the other heard drug of, that he talked never, about? never heard of uh I don't know what what it is. I forgot drugs. I forgot the meme. Um Alien. So yeah, SummerSlam. What'd you like? What you didn't like? Um, I didn't like most of it, to be honest. Really? Um because I feel like most of it was just like, let's set up for our next week's pay per view <laughs> that yeah, shouldn't man. be happening. Back to back pay per views. Back to back to back to back. If you're watching AW. Ugh. What is it, double or nothing? I don't know. I don't so watch it. Like, it's their, it's their, uh, you know, it's their big one. If they had a big one, I don't. Do know. they even have small ones? Yeah, the ones that are fucking on TV. Bash at the beach. You know where they weren't at? <laughs> the beach. The beach. Um, I don't know where the fuck they were, but I don't know. For the most part, I, I, it was whatever to me. I liked. Um, you like the Mysterio match? The I like the Mysterio, Mysterio match. match. I think it went a little too long. I think that's a problem for a lot of matches nowadays, though, in the WWE. Because, like, I could say the same thing about, like, McAfee and Adam Cole the night before, which is what I kind of spent the whole night comparing the Dominic match to. Uh-huh. That one went Why? really long. Why'd well, because it's, two? it's, it's two guys, two guys who are veterans. A match. Adam Cole and... Seth Rollins versus two guys who are having their first match ever. Granted, Dominic's been fucking training for like two, three years. Yeah. And allegedly, I don't know if it's true or if it's just in fucking storyline. Pat McAfee only trained a couple weeks. I don't know how true that is. Actually, it shows in the ring how true it is. People, I think, praised McAfee way more than they fucking praised Dominic, which I think should be the other way around. Just because you do a backflip from the top rope doesn't make you a good wrestler. A lot of the stuff McAfee did was awkward in the ring. Kicks were bad. Like, locking up was really bad. Whereas Mysterio, Dominic that is, um, you can kind of tell that he's been taking the time training. And, like, he's do he's been trying to get, you know, prepared for this moment. Yeah. Um. So, I feel, I don't know. I feel like not so many people praise Dominic. They just made jokes about the match the whole time. Which I feel like yeah. is the opposite. They should have made jokes to... During the McAfee match. Now, is it only me, or do you also get nervous watching uh, people in their debut matches? Or not debut, but, like, someone that do you've never... Do I get never... nervous? Yeah, like, for example, um, like, like, Dominic's first match. I was, like, nervous the whole match. I guess I'm... so. Maybe maybe a little bit, uh, like depending. Like, definitely Pat McAfee. I think Pat McAfee, I wouldn't I don't care give a fuck about I, Pat McAfee. Yeah. I don't care about him. Whatever. He's annoying. He wears shorts with a suit top. Anybody, I, I don't respect the, the sh- short suits. You know, the suits with the shorts. I don't respect that. Pharrell did it. 
I don't respect cool. him in that moment. <laughs> in that respect. moment. He won a Grammy um, <laughs> that night, okay? Um, you know, obviously during that match when he's on the top rope, yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking because it's like this guy, I don't know how much time he spent on the top rope during training. <laughs> you know, like I don't fucking know. Who, Pat? I've never. Yeah, I've never seen okay. him on the top rope. Yeah. Uh, so like, like when I see fucking, I don't know. Who spends a lot of time on the top rope? Like when I see RVD go to the top rope, I'm like, yeah, that's supposed to happen. That's natural. RVD, <laughs> I'm dead, bro. <laughs> well, when I see fucking Pat McAfee go to the top rope, I'm like, this isn't, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> this is, this is making me uneasy. And I think it's the same thing with like Dominic. I think it depends though, because like I know through following Ray on like social media. I know that Dominic's been training. Yeah, me too. For a minute. I, so I, I don't feel as nervous I think as like for me, it's, Pat McAfee who the match, you know, even though the build up was long, they built the match over a course of 2 weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think my nerves are probably similar to the nerves of someone having the match for the mm-hmm. first time. It's like don't mess up because right. this yeah, is your yeah. first match and if you mess up, I'm going to criticize that. Yeah. And I don't want to criticize Dominic Mysterio. Right, because he has a lineage, man. Yeah, to, to defend. So. Which, by the way, during my 2002 binge watch, uh-huh. I watched uh, Ray's first match at SummerSlam. Oh, against Kurt Angle, first SummerSlam match. They both lost. <laughs> they both, <laughs> they lost. both lost. Yeah, they both lost their first SummerSlam matches. So, you know, interesting. Um, 18 years later. Yeah, it's material lose the uh, SummerSlam. But um, I don't know. I I feel like. When I know someone's been training for fucking two, three, four years or however fucking long he's been training, I don't feel that nervous. Um, but when it's like Pat McAfee is training for like two weeks, or like when Ronda at Mania, like who knows how long she had been training with, you know, yeah. I still feel a little nervous, a little less because she's a combat athlete. Yeah. When Kevin Federline, <laughs> Kevin Federline, who who ha, who is a non wrestler that you would put as like top non wrestler that had the best performance? Um, is it like a one off? Yeah, we could say that because I think at this point it's safe to assume that Dominic's. Yeah, I mean he had that's a gonna be his Raw. career. Yeah, yeah, he signed a contract live on TV. <laughs> who knows if it's real? But. Yeah, who knows. Um, I don't know. Um, because with like the one offs, it's either you either get a Dave Arquette where he's not involved the whole match and then he pins last minute and wins. You either get that situation or you get like a Pat McAfee match where aside from like those two big spots that he did a relatively safe match for the most part, like it's just like go to the headlock and then you do the into the rope and then you do the drop down, jump over, and then you do a, you know, shoulder tackle. It's a safe match. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. That's kind of hard to say. Maybe Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble. Wait, never mind. Just kidding. I'm going to go with Snooki. Yeah, actually, I agree then. Yeah. Snooki popped off. She went off a little bit. Um. Future Hall of Famer. <laughs> future Hall of Famer, please. <laughs> no. Um, do yeah, you, I guess so. Question. Do you still have dreams of becoming a wrestler? Um, no, last night I had a dream of <laughs> going to McDonald's and ordering. I'm dead. Ordering. I don't even know if McNuggets. you actually had dreams of becoming a wrestler, but. 
There was a time where you would ask me continuously throughout the week if I could lend you. Yeah, invest in me. Money. Would you invest to in go? Me? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm too old now. I would be like, really? Uh, you, I'm too old now. <laughs> fucking. Who's DDP. Old fucking? DDP started when he was like 30. He won the world title yeah. when he was like 40 something. I think, or 50. I don't remember. He was old. There's Dave times, was old too when he started. There's times where like when I watch a 24 or like something on the network that's behind the scenes and they show people training or like just in the ring at the performance center. And I'm like, man, I want to be a wrestler, but I don't think I have the, um, I don't think I have the, uh, fucking, what's the word? I don't know. The it factor. <laughs> no, I have the it factor. I think I could, I, I think I'd pop off in a wrestling match. I'll tell you um, I disagree. I don't you know how many wrestling fans have said that and then they uh, break their ankle in their backyard. Different. They're, they're not me. Oh, I'm built different. I'm, I'm a different just, breed. I'm a different breed. I'm a different culture. Oh, I think we've man. had amazing matches um, in the living room as ki- as kids. Yeah, and but I think it's like um, we could still kids. do that. But I think it's like um, like I know I could hit a DDT, but do I know? I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't Look, think I, I could I'm, pick someone up for a fucking power bomb. You know? Yeah. That. I don't have the discipline okay. to be a wrestler, like career wise. I cannot be. So, in the so gym. the so here's the game plan then for you. I'm gonna build your game plan. Right, you get famous somehow. I don't care how, you know. Uh, fucking become a YouTuber. You make music, so become a fucking you know get an NFL punter. Your, yeah, get big from your music. Become an NFL punter. Do something to get you famous. Be Michael Strahan. <laughs> Just start being Michael Strahan. Um, Do something to make yourself famous. Date Britney Spears and have a horrible music career. Go to the Jersey Um, Shore. Go to the Jersey Shore and do fall in love. Off screen, that is. Um, Do something to make yourself famous and then start tweeting about a wrestler and say they're fucking ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Inevitably, the WWE will contact you and be like, "Hey, you want to fucking you want to be go? a manager for for their opponent?" And be like, "No, I want to wrestle. Him. I want to fight him. Yeah, I want to fight him." And then they'll send you a ring to put in a warehouse. Um, and then you'll realize I can't do this, <laughs> and then you'll be like, "I'll I'll be the manager." So you you have that's no, the game plan. You have no interest. No, you know Alvin asked me this being a wrestler recently. Really? Yeah, and I was like, no. Does Alvin want to be a wrestler? He's still young, unlike you. you can, <laughs> you're right. He's, he's in young. shape. You can ask him that yourself. Now ask him one day. Yeah. I I personally would love to get in the ring and have a wrestling match, just because I um, I think I could pop off. I think it would be cool to like, uh, I mean, take a bump, bro. I mean, we've had amazing matches in <laughs> fucking jumpers. Yes, and children, we've gotten, but we were children. We've we're, no, bro, you, this happened about four years ago. Let me tell ago. you. No, I doubt this it. This was like four or five years ago. I don't think you and ago. I could fit in a fucking four bouncy house. Four or five years house. ago. We, four or five we years went ago. to a party. We got in the jumper when all the kids left. And I like, I feel like you're saying four or five years ago, but it probably was like, how old am I? It was four or five years like ago. Like maybe eight years ago. Maybe nine. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. I think we there lived, is way. We lived here in California. Um, you think 
that it was a good match probably as kids, but we were just doing they popped false finishes. The kids the popped. <laughs> <laughs> we did false fin. It was a lot of super kicks. It was a lot- <laughs> we actually. <laughs> We were the original Young Bucks. Yeah, because, well, as kids, when you fucking play wrestle, you can't hit a power bomb. What's Maybe you could have to me. <laughs> yeah, we made um, the fucking kids <laughs> pop, bro. We made the kids um, pop all the but time. Like, you, there's only a few moves you can hit as a child. Like a DDT. All right, what was our, what was our like, if, our go-to. what was your move set? And I'm going to tell you my move set. My, all right, but all right, let's all put this in perspective. Yeah, for yeah the, I'm for way the listeners that don't know. You. Well, there's a four-year difference between us in age. Currently, as adults, yeah, there's like a you're you're like what six one and I'm five nine. Yeah, so there's a height difference. So there's you're always literally been a height the difference. size of an indie wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Gargano sized. Yeah, um, height. So there's always been a fucking size difference. So yeah. what the fuck am I supposed and to I'd do? I probably weigh like. What, like 100 pounds more than you? Yeah. No. Forever. No. Pro- 200. 300. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I probably weigh about... Well, in, you're pretty kids, big let's say right as, now. No, but let's oh, say as, as, kids, kids, as kids. Yeah, I weighed about 80 pounds more than you yeah. <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I feel like maybe more. <laughs> about 135 the... pounds more than you? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of kids um, are we talking about? Like, fucking... Uh, so, I think our prime as wrestling as children... Was like when I was in ninth grade, maybe eighth grade, and then I was like in no, I was like in fifth, yeah, maybe. fifth grade maybe, yeah, because yeah, at was that point prime. I didn't give a fuck, so I would climb up on like this half wall and then just jump yeah, five feet. I would climb outwards. up on the half wall and jump yeah. five feet out. So, I, but but like, all right, so putting in this perspective, and we had a, a better conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. And not only that, we had a perfect <laughs> layout of a living yeah. room to wrestle because it was a square. Yeah, um, and we would use we the had, wall, we had the a couch. corner couch. Yeah, to make so, us ropes. Yeah, um, but because you're bigger than me, I don't have much of a fucking like a like a move set. I could hit like kicks to the leg. I could do a clothesline maybe to your stomach. <laughs> yeah, maybe a DDT if I really fucking lean all my weight back. Yeah. And we were shooting. At yeah, the we time. were shooting. We yeah, were, we were really like, no, working. We didn't. So all our matches were submission matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always did submission matches because nobody was gonna fucking kick out. I mean, um, not kick out. That was it. And then fucking going on a half wall and jumping on top of you, and that's it. And that's all I could do. I can like try to fucking do a cross face. You, I, I, think, I think you, I would definitely I think do a you cross face. Huracurana. No, definitely not. I, no, that. All right, this is fucking... People are going to be like, these dudes are fucking nerds. I remember we went to Vegas once, and we were at the little park by... Um, I remember whose house we were at. And I was like, do you think I could do, like, a oh, yeah, I remember that. head scissors to you? And you're like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> yeah. So in this fucking park, I, we were just trying to do a running head scissors or whatever. Or, like, yeah. a tilt-a-whirl head scissors, some shit like that. Something. Yeah. But as a kid, I know I could never fucking hit no, a piranha. I think if we were smartened up, it yeah. would be possible. If we weren't shooting. Yeah. Or, or what about... Um, if we were just trying to put on the best show. So <laughs> we, we were putting on some sick shows, man. I don't think so. We were putting on John Cena, JBL level matches. Only one of those matches were good. <laughs> the I Quit match. The I That's quit the match. level of matches we would have. Um, <sighs> I think my moveset was amazing. Your moveset was not good for me. 
I think my body hurts now because of your moveset. I have fucking... A, like, Remember when I used to kick and you would catch my kick and I would do that little flip thing? Yeah. That... And I didn't... That for a kid so my size... that's so fucking unfair because, like, I can't... What I is so that? small I can't hold up your leg for long What enough. is that move? Um, I don't know. Like a... Um, I don't know. A step up, maybe? No, I don't know. My legs hurt every day of my life <laughs> because of the moves you would do as a kid. Yeah, the uh, submissions I would put on you were pretty gruesome. My back hurts right now. Thank you. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about um, being in the lion tamer as a child, as a fucking The lion tamer, I used to do like a modified ankle lock on you. No, it wasn't a modified ankle lock. You used to I think Brock maybe used this move where you grab the leg. It's like a one and you put the, oh, the yeah, back that. of the the thigh on your neck. Yeah. And you hold from the foot and you hold from the knee and then you just stand up. That fucking hurts. (laughs) As like, and anybody who knows me. Oh, yeah. I got a few extra pounds. You know, I'm pretty chunky. You think I could still do that? But as a child, I was fucking tiny. Like, I was skinny. Your head was huge, though. My head was huge. (laughs) (laughs) Unproportionate. I I was like really skinny as a kid. All right. That fucking hurts. I think now if we were to have a match. We still wouldn't be capable of doing a lot of moves. <laughs> we'd, we'd still do a better. Like, oh, a lot of man. the lifting moves, we wouldn't be able to do. Uh, it'd be very so. strike-based. I be think like, you could lift me. I could, like, but... For a, like, a, just a body I mean, slam. We'd have a... A quick power bomb. We wouldn't be able to do a long match if I had to a lift you often. quick jackknife. <laughs> like, that's it. I don't know. I th- I think I could do like maybe a Batista bomb. Oh, Batista bomb was in my move set, for sure. When we would be in the maybe. jumpers, yeah, maybe. Yeah, RKO was definitely in a move set. So the RKO a DDT has to be in the move a DDT set. has to. Be I don't rem- I don't remember hitting a memorable one, but I remember hitting a lot of them. Because what else am I supposed to fucking do to you? You're you. <laughs> Yo, you used to hit them DDTs. I think off the couch, like. You know how I like jump up? Maybe. Off the I don't rope. remember. Who does those? I have uh, CTE from, <laughs> from all our matches. Yeah, from those days. Well, and we used to do unprotected headshots with the titles. With the titles and with, with unforgiving, the unforgiving pillows. Unforgiving <laughs> cotton pillows. Uh, those pillows were hard. It was a little, you know, the maybe people won't know, but there's like little tiny pillows? pillows that are just there for show. You don't oh, yeah. lay on them. They're really hard. And then if the zipper catches you, it's pretty bad. You're busted open. <laughs> yeah, you're busted open. Hard way. Um, I'm sure I have some form of brain damage. CTE, possibly. Possibly. Oh, I don't from know. That. Definitely fucking tears in my set. legs. Definitely torn the ligaments Tendons in my legs. have been torn. Yes. Oh, man. That's Those why they say days. don't try it at home. But we tried it. We didn't try it. We fucking went through with it and had five-star matches. On the Meltzer scale. On the Meltzer scale. <laughs> no, but we weren't in Japan. so. Oh, it wasn't Tokyo. Dome, no, so. we weren't in our living room. So four at most. 4.25. I think we could put on a really good match. <laughs> um, See, so you say that, but you got to go through the steps. You got to learn how to properly fall. You got to learn how to take bumps consistently. You got to learn how to fucking hit ropes. Uh, yeah, there is a lot to learn. You got to do a lot of stuff. I think I could learn those things. Do it, have a match, and then call it a day. And, like, never have a match again. I'll be honest. I've seen some... (laughs) It's going to be fucked up. I've seen some huge dudes in the indies. Uh 
And I'm like, uh, sometimes I am like, if they can do that, if they could train, <laughs> why can't I? Yeah. But then at the same time, There's I'm like, they guys. probably just have natural fucking. There's some out strength. of shape looking dudes that are in the indies and. They'll hit like a moonsault from the top. Even like older dudes. Yeah. In the indies. But they also wrestle really sloppy. I don't think I'd wrestle sloppy. That's what you think, though. You don't know. I think when I do things, bro, I put in a lot, like, things that I care about. I put in a lot of effort. Like, All right, so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to buy a ring <laughs> for thousands and thousands of dollars. I'll do it, but let me get my ring gear in, in, in place first. That's probably no, the most no, important no, no, part no, no, for no, me. No, 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 no. Because you're going to lose weight just through training. Cause we're oh, going to do it outside. We're going to train first. You know, it, we live somewhere where it's like 100 degrees on a daily. Mm, I wouldn't say nowadays. Yeah. Recently, it has been. Recently, it has wave that's hit us. Recently, it has been. So, for all you New Yorkers who are like, this, this, it's, this, this seventy-five degree, degree weather is wave, killing me. So bad. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I wear jackets in seventy-degree weather. <laughs> I'll catch a cold sitting outside in a t-shirt in that weather. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Damn. We spent a lot of time talking about this. And yeah. We haven't we were even supposed to, to talk about Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. But um That was a good match. It was a good match. Um But it was a better story. Oh yeah, the story was amazing. And you know. I think it was good. I think it was a good story. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people a lot of wrestling fans will be like, I watch wrestling for story. And then they'll <laughs> sleep on that. And they won't really recognize that and and they'll just make a joke about I mean being down Eddie Guerrero's to... son. Down to like the I'd say mind games maybe possibly Seth Rollins Literally wearing down to the, the end. Halloween yeah, Havoc yeah. Uh, attire um, down to the last moment where fucking nearly lifeless Dominic has to crawl with the key. Yeah, that's good. To shit. give to Ray to that's un- good shit. to fucking un- undo the handcuffs before yeah. he could help his own son. Like that's good. That's really good. Yeah. And people who would be like, I fucking, I watch wrestling for the story. Kenny Omega story was really good. Um, Does Kenny Omega even wrestle? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Those kind of people will sleep on stuff like that. You know what else they'd sleep on? Because it's Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns. WWE. You never saw it coming. I don't like the going to Bray stuff first. I don't fucking like that they just have to, like WWE doesn't know subtlety. I talked about this a while ago, and it's not fucking groundbreaking that I mentioned it. But I mentioned it on a podcast I did alone. That when you face Bray Wyatt, they change. The person changes. They they become more aggressive. They, but they, and it's not groundbreaking that I said that. It's not something hidden in code. It's not the Da Vinci Code that you have to break down. It's fucking very obvious to me at least, and to a lot of other people. But WWE doesn't understand subtlety, so they had to have Bray Wyatt literally spell it out and say it. When you face the fiend, no, not no, Bray Braun Strowman. I mean, Strowman. when you face the fiend, it fucking changes you, Alexa. <laughs> and then you know, but whatever. What if that wasn't their intention? What if? I think it was. It hmm. it you can't say it's a coincidence that fucking. Finn leaves, go to NXT as a heel. Seth turns yeah, heel. Yeah, I mean, we, we acknowledge that, yes, it does change. Daniel becomes it's fucking changed. It's literally changed people. 
Yeah. Like changed them. Yeah. Yeah. But what if he's saying to Alexa because in that storyline he doesn't give a fuck about Alexa right now? But you don't have to fucking say that. <laughs> Racing the fiend changes you. So he's like, I don't know why I don't like you. That's literally just because <laughs> of fucking because because the writing team likes to insult the fans' intelligence. So they're like, Oh, I don't think they understand. A, a lot of the fans don't. Literally, all you had to have him say was, I don't give a fuck about you, bitch. <laughs> and people would be like, people would understand, oh, shit, that's because the Fiend stuff is happening. Oh, no, I really don't care. It didn't change my mind on anything. Okay. Match happens. They all, he, the uh, Fiend has Fiend also changed title. Roman Reigns because he got new teeth. He does have new teeth. Them chompers. Um... You know, if you can, if you can afford them, why not? The big. My dog. theory is always, don't buy something unless you can pay for it twice. <laughs> Do you think you could pay for? A well, double yeah. set of teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got top and bottom. Yeah, he got top and bottom, so he did yeah, pay right. for it twice. <laughs> the thing I don't like is oh, man. specifically for uh, Roman Reigns because he is the big dog. His canines are not. Oh my know. god. They they're flat now. They're flat. That I think that's what I don't like about fake teeth is the the they don't shape them correctly to what they are. Like humans have fucking canines. Yeah. Humans have fucking molars and shit. Yeah. But they all just make them all squares, and so it's weird. Um. Let's talk about his teeth. <laughs> or talk about. Uh, couldn't see it coming. Could you see it coming? Um. So here here's the thing. I'd I'd I'd. Hate to lie and say that I didn't see it coming, but uh, I've been listening to some podcasts, and one podcast out of every one that I've listened to had mentioned that they hope that that's the thing that happens, that Roman comes back. I personally was like, eh, probably not, but because of them mentioning it, I kind of saw it coming. Right, yeah. It planted the seed in your head yeah. to me. But I there was other... Th- Things that I had read as well that I thought might have ended up being that moment of not seeing it coming. And one of the things was they had planned, um, not planned. The rumor was that there was going to be a um, a, cliffhanger, a cliffhanger finish to the Fiend against Braun. Interesting. And so when you, I had found out that there was a pay-per-view the following week, I was like, then that makes sense. If there's a pay-per-view, pay-per-view right away next weekend, mm-hmm. that would make sense to have a cliff. Not make sense have a cliffhanger, but but it it would it uh, kind of helps that rumor become yeah. kind of makes the true. rumor believable. Yeah. So I thought that was gonna be the didn't see it coming moment because I don't think there's been many cliffhangers. I mean, the horror show could have kind of been the a horror show was a cliffhanger because sure. there was no finisher, but yeah. Um, I don't know. The didn't see it coming thing kind of hyped up something more than what. I mean, I was excited to see Roman back. Yeah. Um, but when you build as like uh, couldn't see it coming. Couldn't see it coming. The, you don't really expect it. Well, you don't expect it, and it's not gonna be a, a huge thing if it's a guy who's only been gone for like four months. Yeah, you kind of like. Who, by the way, you know what gave it away for me. Was the commercial with him on it? Oh, because 
they really haven't had him involved in anything since he left. Uh, I didn't give away that, for me, I think. I'm like, oh, the big dog. It's the big dog. The, big, the dog is big. Um, I think... I don't know. They, they, they do some weird shit sometimes to make us feel a type of way, right? Greatest match ever. Like, why name something that? And then not make it the greatest match ever. The horror show at Extreme The horror World. show, nothing was scary. It, yeah. When I, I hear the horror show, I expect Boogeyman to pull up and eat worms. I expect Kane to take his mask off again. You expect to see Rey Mysterio's eyeball out of his head. Yes. Not uh, just a little plastic ball. I want to see things that make me tell my mom that, hey, I'm scared because I saw this on wrestling. And I need her to tell me that it's fake. <laughs> Those are the horror shows, not not them fighting in a swamp. Top three moments that I was legitimate scared from because of watching wrestling. Kane taking his mask off. Mom had to tell me it was fake. Boogeyman eating. Well, that's arms. because they fucking recap it, and then they add these weird effects to his face, and so you're like, that's his face. <laughs> that's his face it's, it's fucking, fucking distorted it's a snapchat filter <laughs> yeah exactly uh boogeyman eating worms kind of freaky kind of freaky when you kind of add never mind when you add him eating <laughs> what's her name's face off uh my mother also had to tell me it was fake at that moment and vince mcmahon blowing up in a fucking uh limousine scary moment also had to be told it was fake at that moment. Interesting. I wanted Extreme Rules to have something along those lines. I know but that I'm like a 25 year old yeah, man, right? And you watched all of that other stuff, but much younger. <laughs> true. So but. this shit could have scared a child. Oh my god, Rey Mysterio doesn't have an eye anymore. Oh my god. Are children the same as children used to be though? Oh yeah. Come on. Now. When when it comes to like fucking Wrestling? creepy shit. When yeah, it comes to wrestling, of course. Think? Yeah, maybe. Do you think kids that watch wrestling we're Nowadays. a little bit we're a little bit I don't want to offend anyone, but we're a little bit behind compared to other What do you mean? <laughs> like as far as like our innocence, like we're um, we're just believing everything <laughs> like Yeah, maybe. No, I don't think so because it's like it's it, we believe everything kids. when we're kids watching wrestling. But it's like though. kids they they watch like uh, fucking Iron Man. They think Robert Downey Jr. has a fucking suit that fucking <laughs> flies. You know, uh, they yeah. they watch fucking Spider Man. So and kids think are still Toby Maguire could climb a wall. You know, yeah, I it's think it's kids are kids are kids are kids. They're always gonna fucking I be dumbass. We're wrestling fans. We're everything. just we were just we believed anything that was fed. Kids to believed us. in Santa Claus. Kids believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the fucking fairy. I don't that know comes if you could say that on the podcast. We don't know what, who's who, listening how many in the kids car. are fucking watching this. I mean, somebody might be listening, and they're playing it in the car. And well, this is the, the time seat. for me to say wrestling is real, and the Easter Bunny is fake. <laughs> how could it be fake if he was with Adam Rose? That's facts. And I the about that. Exotic Express. I forgot about that. Don't remind me. Um. Anyways, and back to Roman Reigns. Back to Roman Reigns. You would think we didn't like him based on how much we've um fucking diverted away from talking about that. But yeah. I don't know. I um I thought it was cool. 
I think a lot of people I are jumping the gun and being like, he's a heel. He did, he's a heel. No, he's just fucking. It's his yard. Steve Austin he's fucking back to claim it. Literally like kidnapped people, <laughs> ran people. He literally over. kicked the boss in the crotch. Yeah, he fucking pointed a gun at his head. And then it said bang. <laughs> That's not he a good He broke and entered multiple times in people's homes. Yeah. He's the anti-hero, right? He's the anti-hero. So uh, there's wrestling fans who are like, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the greatest, uh, greatest fucking drawer in all the fucking wrestling. But then Roman Reigns in one night uses a steel chair. And they're like, he's a heel. I'm going to start cheering for him now because he's a heel. Hmm. Fuck you. I go think wa- Roman Reigns is in my top out. three current talent. I, I, he just came back. How's that possible? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're telling me he just came back and he's getting a title shot? Yes, motherfucker, because he left right before he was supposed to have a title shot. I here's the thing. The only thing I'm going to speak on Roman Reigns right now is he deserves to be the face of the company. Please just change the music and I like the music and the and the gimmick and and like have him wear something else, please. So when when I um get this, you could even like I feel like you could even adjust his outfit to make it look less shield like, but still, you know, be that. They've already just done try that. to fucking. But do I mean, it a little, then they can't bit. sell fucking bulletproof vests on. They the fucking sold enough. They've sold enough fucking bulletproof vests. You, you what? Right? You're Canadian. <laughs> He's you sold enough fucking bulletproof vests. We wrap it up. On to the next thing. Go, only you know you can get away with selling the same thing in a different color. Can we get the Roman Reigns wig? <laughs> Roman no. Reigns teeth. Uh, mouth guard. Oh, and it looks yeah. exactly like people teeth. that night were like, I'm not sure if those are teeth or a mouth, a mouth guard that looks like teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Interesting. That would be really weird. Interesting. That dude's jacked. He is jacked. He's gonna get that next wellness. Uh, he's fucking <laughs> huge, man. Or not huge. Gonna, I mean, uh, he looks like he's the same size that he was, but just like ripped now yeah like he just fucking almost like if he wasn't like none of it's real and they just added uh they just cgi cgi yeah some muscles i don't know i thought it was aquaman for (laughs) (laughs) holy shit didn't see that coming fucking Um, aquaman jason momoa's here wow we've gone a long time so i'm just gonna briefly touch on this and we could talk about this maybe more next time yeah the only expectation I really have, and the only thing I really want from this, from, from him what, coming Roman? back, Roman, oh, okay. give him the world title, or the universe, whatever the fuck it's called, give him the world championship, right? The one on SmackDown, I guess. Yeah. The blue one. Um, give him the big blue. Give him the big blue. I hate that. Don't say that. Why? Um, give like him it. the blue title. The big dog with the have big Have him blue. defend it two, three times, like two, three pay-per-views, and then fucking have him in a match with Big E. That's it. I don't give a fuck. Just do it. I don't know how you're gonna write it. I don't know. I don't care who's gonna be the baby face and who's gonna be the heel. I don't care the if baby. you double baby face book it. If you double heel book it, that's fucking impossible. How are you gonna do that? I don't know. Just book it, please. I'm I'm begging. I'm just begging. yeah. That'd be good. I don't know. It's the only thing I want. But the draft is coming soon, so we don't know how long oh. he's gonna stay on SmackDown. Be- so my 
current fantasy booking for Roman Reigns is Keith Lee. Oh, okay. That's who I want to see him in the ring with soon. Um, but yeah, I guess we could talk about draft stuff when we get closer and to like, it. And uh, like future yeah. expectations. That's what, I mean, That yeah. That's the rumors that there's going to be a draft, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know what's weird? It doesn't feel like it's been SummerSlam season and WrestleMania season and stuff like that. And it's not due to COVID. It's due to the fact that WWE no longer has a relationship with Flo Rida. Oh, you're right. It's SummerSlam yeah. and we didn't hear a fucking Flo Rida song. <laughs> what? What's going on? You're right. They ran Future out Hall of Famer. <laughs> True. Future Hall of Famer in the musician That's branch. Insane. Only two people allowed. Yo, where's the Thunderdome at? Uh, it's in Tampa. It's uh, in Florida. Weird. Or Orlando, maybe? I don't, I don't even it's want in to tell you that it's a fucking place. Like, it's the Amway Center. I don't know where that's at. It's in Florida. I don't fucking know. It's the Thunderdome, which, by the way, I'm not going to talk too much about the shit that people have put on their cameras. It was a bad, it was a bad idea. And the fact that they're saying we have a director that's going to oversee this shit. Yeah. But for, like, even one second is too long for some of the shit that's been on camera and been on TV. Get your fucking shit together and improperly monitor your fucking shit. Or just fucking, you know, a lot of the, I don't know if there's a lot of them, but I've seen people like the, that are regulars at Full Sail. I don't know if this is true or not, but I've seen regulars <laughs> at Full Sail, like for WrestleMania weekend tickets, they get like a special like uh, package offer. Okay. Send it to those people. Send it to those people. And then just Let put them three of them each on the screens. Who cares? <laughs> just fucking copy yeah. and paste. <laughs> um, but the, the shit Holy that has shit. been shown on the fucking, like, LEDs or whatever, like, get your shit together, dude. Like, Don't let like that shit what? happen. Um, there's a guy, like, in a KKK uniform. Oh, God. There is a guy who put, like, it's really fucked up. But there's, like, a really... There's a the, the last picture ever taken of Benoit, which people think is like taken like during the incident. Like it's hap- like he already did How are these the incident and they took the picture. Getting that through. was on there. Like um just re- yeah, how is that getting through? Exactly. Just fucking monitor your shit. Don't let that shit happen. Cause that's it's really bad and um, you know if you know they're so tiny on when you're watching on TV, but if people can fucking see it That's while amazing. they're watching TV, clearly you're not doing your job clear enough because you just need yeah. one second to see it. Like it's, I'm sure whoever's monitoring it is probably not seeing it as small as people who are watching it at home. Yeah. So fucking do your jobs, monitor that shit. Don't let that fucking weird shit go on. I don't know. It's really weird, really bad stuff that it's just uncomfortable to talk about. Someone did make a trend. I don't know who it was, but people were in that thing with their stuffed animals. That's pretty funny. That's tight. That's cool. Just let those fucking people in. Let the fucking yeah. wholesome people in. Like let let um you know. Just let the NXT wholesale <laughs> people in <laughs> instead of making them stand there. there. Just make them stay home. There's actually I feel in. like there's enough capacity, like enough people in that wholesale building like when they sell out like they could probably do it with just them and it could be fresh faces every time. oh you're saying the full sale crowd yeah the yeah usual, like the real yeah. the usual like regulars and whatnot yeah i feel that <clears throat> like just do do that 
Yeah, or just cool. fucking do your job and monitor it properly. I saw a post saying that people were being told how to react. Yeah. There's like a, allegedly there's a little screen and it says, what show us it? how you feel about your universal champion. And the it's fucking like, Ellen show? Cheer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's but you can you could tell it kind of works. Or maybe it doesn't. Because uh, when Roman came out, there was a lot of people who were like reacting shocked and like positively. But then there's a lot of people who are like, they just stopped reacting. <laughs> and so, you know. There were some people that I think were genuinely shocked, though. Like, there was this one oh, guy yeah, grabbing sure. his own head. He was like, yeah. Which I actually or it, did, yeah. too. Or it could be, like, the Lucha Underground effect when we were there, and, like, the guys <laughs> next to us were like, we got to overreact. So we got to overreact to get on camera. Yeah. <laughs> could Which be is that. always fun. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. Uh, you just start crying for some reason. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's some iconic moments in, in wrestling where someone's crying, like, oh, yeah, positive the moments. Fucking the Elizabeth. Yeah, and Macho Will you marry uniting. me? That moment Elizabeth, as well. I I really hope that the love of my life is named Elizabeth, so that I could Elizabeth. <laughs> will you marry me? She's like, why are you talking <laughs> like that? She's like, um, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Not anymore. She doesn't say, oh yeah, and you're like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> she's not the. She's not the one. Not the one. <laughs> Wrong, Elizabeth. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh man. All right. Well, I think. Um, that's about all the time we've got. Not really. We got time. We can go as long as we wanted. We don't want to waste your time yeah. anymore. So if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, and, I mean, welcome to the new era, the season two of Foreign Object. Uh, hopefully we don't, you know, just disappear randomly again like that. Pull a fucking Roman Reigns on you guys. And then come back. And you didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. But, yeah, thanks for making it this far. You can subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date. Make sure you follow us. Well, not me on Twitter because I got hacked and lost yeah, my account. Yeah, you didn't even talk about that. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, yeah. So just follow this guy at Walk with Geo. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week.